This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Deb Adams, chairperson of the Custer County Tourism Board, has stopped by Valley Views today to share the latest as we look ahead toward the summer. Deb, welcome back to Valley Views. Always a pleasure to sit down with the coolest guy in the county. There you go. (laughs) When I find him, I'll let you know. (laughs) Now, describe Custer County tourism in 2020. How did the COVID-19 year compared to years past? Well, we were very surprised because we did think that we would take a big hit. Keep in mind that the Custer County Tourism Board is funded by a 2% lodging tax, but I'm going to attribute the availability of short-term rentals in the county. Uh, We ended up actually with more funds over the period of July, August, and September, and i truly believe it was because of the availability of short-term rentals in the county. Interesting. Even though COVID was going on in the summer last year, it was busy here. Folks escaping the city, I suspect. So uh, I recently sat in on a webinar with Colorado Tourism Office, and it is true that with tourism, the front range was definitely impacted, but rural communities actually their their tourism was up considerably. That's the way it seemed. As we discussed in our last visit, Custer County Tourism Board has taken over the Welcome Center on 3rd Street uh, when the Chamber of Commerce gave it up. It's about to open again, as I understand. Yes, uh, we're going to open up on Friday, March 19th. We will be open through Memorial weekend will be open Fridays and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then after the Memorial weekend, we will be open Thursday, Fridays and Saturdays and holiday Sundays. And just a reminder, we are always looking for friendly folks who have five hours to spare uh, once a month to be a Custer County ambassador in the Welcome Center. Now, as I was there at your original open house, You had quite a bit in terms of content and displays that I thought were new. When people visit now, what will they see? It definitely has been revamped, and there's a lot of really wonderful uh, material in the Welcome Center, but we are very proud of the media room. So we have a large screen TV where we show very interesting videos, images, We have an area where we encourage local shopping. So it's a place to inspire and educate visitors as well as newcomers to the area. It really did look like a lot of work went into upgrading the space. That is true. If people wanted an overall look at the towns and the valley, is there a Wet Mountain Valley brochure available at the Welcome Center? We do have a new Wet Mountain Valley brochure. It was a brochure that was designed to be image-driven to lead people to our website. Instead of printing information that might be out of date, we used the talents of local photographers, Christoph Stopka and Scott Dankoff, as well as a few from myself, and then we also use the artistry of Cheryl Schwartz and Andy Mast. So the brochure has been distributed around town in any business that wants to display it, and we're just really proud of it. It's beautiful, and it's it's meant to be when you open it up, it becomes a 12 by 18 poster. 
Hmm. I've seen it, and it's uh, it's beautiful. As you mentioned, image-driven yes. for the most part. Yes. What about the new Sky Glow video? I, ha- I happened to see that through another channel, and it's quite impressive. How did that come about, and who was responsible for that? Uh, that came about because in 2019, when the uh, Sangre Star Festival was being developed, Harun Mamedanovic was one of the first platform speakers that we booked. And since he was coming to the area with the Sangre Star Festival, we wanted to hire him to do a Wet Mountain Valley Sky Glow video. So the Sky Glow project is an international project, and the Wet Mountain Valley video is the first one done in Colorado. So even though the Sangre Star Festival uh, was unfortunately canceled, we still brought Haroon out And we are just thrilled with the finished product. And one of the reasons we also invested in it is because the Sky Glow project has an international reach and his his site has over like a half a billion views. So we're really excited about the exposure of the Wet Mountain Valley. Now, will that be on display during the open house? Yes, we will have it showing on the screen. And then you can go to our website, visit wetmountainvalley.com. And there's a link that will take you to our YouTube channel. And the video is also available there. That definitely is worth seeing. And it's not very long. It's just a few minutes. It's less than three minutes. Right. Kirkpatrick Bank has been doing some interesting things uh, within the community, and I understand tourism's working with them on some of their ads. Uh, Yes. um, I think it was back in December, November or December, that Kirkpatrick Bank reached out to us uh, because Chamber was no longer available. They needed a partner to help them with their year-long ad campaign. So we've taken it on, and we're helping them out. So in January, we highlighted all the new businesses or changes in the community that happened in 2020. In February, and this was a really fun project to work on, we highlighted businesses that were older than 20 years. So I reach out to a few community people to to help me get the information. And I have to say that was a really fun project to work on because I called people up and I could not believe how many businesses have been established here in the Wet Mountain Valley for more than 20 years. Coming up for March, we're going to celebrate the dark sky. In April, we'll focus on health and beauty. In May, we'll have a list of realtors. In June, we'll have a list of the summer events that are coming up. And I'm happy to say that there are summer events coming up. And then in July, and your KLZR listeners, I need help on this. For July, we're trying to create a list of multi-generational ranches. So I am having a heck of a time gathering the info on ranchers on ranches of when they were established so if there are any ranchers out there that are multi-generational i encourage you to get a hold of the tourism board so we can make sure we have you listed and let me remind folks under full disclosure klzr along with the wet mountain valley community foundation worked with kirkpatrick bank to promote the spirit campaign last year Happy to say that it was the most successful uh, that we've had in the Valley. So, again, thanks to all the folks who donated there. 
Deb, you mentioned that the tourism board is funded by a 2% lodging tax. How much does that bring in on an annual basis to your group? I think it's gone up considerably ever since 2015, but we average about $55,000 a year, which is a relatively small budget for a tourism board. But we are very fiscal responsible with our funds, and we make sure that they are used wisely. And then the thing that people have to understand, because I saw there was a letter to the editor this past week, the only thing tourism can do with our funds is market events and the community. So someone had suggested that tourism get involved in establishing or reestablishing mining in Silvercliff, but that is not anything we can do. All that we can do is promote whatever else somebody does. Example, Frontier Pathways is working on a scenic overlook out on 96. So that's something that they fund, but then we will help promote. And we had Bob Fulton on not long ago talking about the Overlook and the Frontier Pathways. Uh, Let me remind folks we are visiting with Deb Adams, the chairperson of the Custer County Tourism Board. Deb, any idea about how many jobs in the county are tourism-related? Yes, I do happen to know that because it is something that we're paying attention to, the economic value of tourism. And for every dollar that we spend promoting Custer County, $283 is spent by visitors, and this spending does support jobs. So one out of every four and a half jobs in the county is tourism-related. And people have to keep in mind that this spending does create tax revenue from visitors that help fund our police, firefighters, and even maintain our roads. A few days ago, I saw two giant coaches with Lone Star on the side with Texas plates and a bunch of high schoolers, I would guess, running up and down the street. They probably stopped for an hour or so and, okay, go get a sandwich or I don't know what the instructions were. But why do tourists visit the Wet Mountain Valley? There's a lot of reasons to come here, but I don't know if we know exactly why. Yeah, I'm I'm not quite sure if we do either. We are definitely attractive to Texans. They're probably our biggest market. We promote the Wet Mountain Valley as a place of getting away from it all, a digital detox. You know, our tagline is come for the mountains, stay for the stars. And it just so happens that dark skies are a very hot destination experience these days. Whether the bus of students came here for that, it's hard to say. I think from Texas, it's just a straight shot to Westcliff. And there's a lot of other reasons. There's hiking and ATVing. There's music. There's arts. There's the ranching experience. Yeah. Now, one thing that affects tourism is the number of hotel rooms in town. How many traditional hotel rooms are there in the valley? From my understanding, we have less than 80 traditional hotel rooms. So short-term rentals do provide the availability of accommodations for the summer season. If people don't have a place to stay, they will go somewhere else. And that's why we feel and are supporting the short-term rental owners 
as a valuable asset in the community. Keep in mind that tourism is at least 30% of the economic vitality in this town. And then, of course, agriculture and ranching is just slightly below that. But tourism is very important, and I commend the people who have opened up their homes to welcome visitors to experience the beauty and the splendor of the Wet Mountain Valley. So you said there were about 80 hotel rooms approximately. What is the number of short-term rentals available if they were all full, would you guess? You know, it is definitely a guess. I'm going to say with unincorporated county as well as the towns of Westcliff and Silvercliff that there are maybe about 100. So it about doubles the capacity. Yes. So that's quite significant. Yeah. You mentioned this earlier, but tell us again as we run short of time, the Welcome Center is staffed by volunteers. How might interested folks get involved, and what kind of time commitment does that um, require? Anyone, anyone who's interested can go on the website and send us an email, and all that it is is a five-hour shift once a month, so from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's a very nice environment to hang out in. It's a great way to learn a lot of things about the community with all the literature that is available at the Welcome Center. And we do give a little training. It's it's really easy, and we are just looking for some friendly folks. We do have a nice corral right now of ambassadors, but we always need more because we don't want volunteering to be a burden on anyone. So once a month, a five-hour shift. Deb, once again, tell us where the Welcome Center is, what the hours are, and it opens uh, this Friday, uh, the Friday yes. that we're broadcasting yes, here. Yes, uh, Friday, uh, March 19th, so we're open to Welcome Spring, and we will be open from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays until Memorial Day weekend, when we will then be open Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. One more time on the website. Visit wetmountainvalley.com. Let me leave you with one final question. What's uh, cooking for the coming tourist season? Well, we're very excited that uh, KLZR will have your summer concerts in the park. I believe rodeo will be happening. Bluegrass will be happening. I know some things may still be tentative, but we are having events, and we will be promoting them and encouraging people to come into the Wet Mountain Valley, enjoy what we have to offer, and spend their dollars in our town. Deb, thanks for stopping by and filling us in on Custer County Tourism Board. Always a pleasure, Gary. We've been visiting with Deb Adams, chairperson of the Custer County Tourism Board. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 